my New Year's resolution is to be even gayer. Happy New Queer. Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. All right, everybody. That was our episode. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, ladies and gents, uh, welcome back uh, to our first episode of the year 2024. Uh, Happy New Year's to you. Excuse me. Happy New Year to you all because years, it's not years. Jesus, Mother Mary. Anyway, um, we're glad to be back. Uh, This is Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast. We are streaming live and in color for our Patreon subscribers on our youtube channel and uh we're here we're queer my name is tom i'm your host and as always i'm in the studio with my co-host well the only one in studio today hey y'all nick or trish and uh welcome you all to our very first dish of 2024 um sorry not sorry it's sorry not sorry about what i said i just want to have some fun no um so it's just two of us today nick and i uh unfortunately um uh, Jaybird is home. He has COVID, and we're extremely appreciative that he did not feel selfless and wanted to like sit here with us and bring all that shit and and give it to us. So thank you, Jay. We love you, but we wish you a speedy recovery, and we'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, it seems like he's doing fine. So yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. I mean, he's kind of like a a roach. Well, right, but he's like a petri dish more, more so than anything. <laughs> For many things, <laughs> I meant roach in a loving term. Like uh, he's just resilient. Yeah, he's like share. Yeah, you know, it's like you know. I don't even want to think about it, but you know, like when we lost Tina Turner, the world was just like, oh my god, what's going to happen when share passes away? I mean, I it's going to happen. It. It's going to happen. Mm. eventually i mean we're all gonna die we're all gonna you know go right back into oh lord have mercy and um so somebody arrived at home who who arrived who arrived i don't know but um no i I don't even want to think about it you know when you when you think about somebody as iconic for our community as share and it's like oh my god I know. You know somebody. I'm, I'm thinking oh my god i hope jay didn't like say he has COVID only because he was going to show up late Mm. Mm, no he's not here i just looked at the cameras um but no um it's it's kind of hard to believe right like we we've seen over the past year 2023 was a very tough year for big big legends right we lost tina turner Mm -hmm. we lost um you know a couple of other people that had been entertaining us for decades right and uh, we almost lost madonna i mean the woman went down with some sort of like bacterial infection she ended up hospitalized so, uh, you know, the, 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 what do you call Madonna fans? Gay. <laughs> True. The gays went bananas over the fact that, you know, she had canceled a couple of shows because of a very, very, very bad illness. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of like huge, unprecedented, like big things happened in 2023. You know, you think about, um, I'm still single. So, yeah, so that that was it was uneventful when we went into 2023 and it's still uneventful in 2024. Womp womp womp. Although, you know, you never know. So let me tell you a little bit about how my year started. Okay. Okay, so I woke up at your house. You did. <laughs> 
How fortunate in, am in I? In 2024, I woke up here. Um, thank God we decided to Uber and be we responsible. Uh, we did go out and have a good time. Um, but that day was rough for me. <laughs> Recovering at our age, it's not... You know, you forget about it while you're enjoying yourself. Right. And then the next day you're like, you need like a whole year to recover. I need to start setting like a reminder on my phone when I go drinking that like, you're not 21 anymore. You, you know, know, like, that like a lip. I know. Yeah. I know. But anyway. So because the, a little devil in, in the back of your ear is like, have another. You can do it. It's fine. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but then I go home. I could not function. So I did laundry. I sat on the couch, whatever. It was a great. Lucky her. Yeah, you had to work, but yeah. we'll we'll get to you in a second. Oh, and okay. then you know, yesterday I go back to work, and the day was fine. You know, trying to catch up on emails and all that, and then I'm leaving work and I get into the elevator, and I'm accompanied by someone who I don't know, and uh, I hit my button. I was like, okay, what floor? And he goes, orange. And orange. Was, orange, yeah, because there are, you know, numbers and also colors. And I looked at the guy and I was like, This is <laughs> this is my second day in 2024. I'm colorblind. What fucking floor are you on? <laughs> and he's like, I don't remember. So he hit the orange button. So oh that, that was very interesting. And then today, and I cannot <laughs> believe I'm gonna share this, I I had to blow my nose at work and I was about to go into um a a quick meeting with a couple people in my office. And as soon as I blew my nose, I farted. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, is this really what it's like at my age? You'd be and, I, and so all these people are coming into my office. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll be back in five minutes. Just be grateful. It was a fart and not a shard. Oh, true. I mean that, that, that still hasn't happened to me, but I was just like, really, this has been a couple of days and we're only three days in. Well, that's only an indication of what a roller coaster it's going to be. Yeah. No, but I am going to meet the love of my life this year. Um, I'm back on the Peloton. Proud of you. Yeah. About time. Short um, workout yesterday and a short one today. I'm working myself back up. But um, So when you say short, you mean two minutes? No. The first one was 15 and today was 20. Proud of you. Hey, look, it's been a minute. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Like, listen, I, I can't talk. I'm not I'm not on a pel- Peloton. Yeah. Well, I luckily decided that I was like, she keeps staring at me. Yeah. Well, you, you've got to do something, man. You can't just let that thing just sit there and just stare at you profusely and be like, are no. you ever going to sit on me again? Hmm. 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 Well, I mean, I think that's part of my 2024 goal is I want to be able to sit on something again. So, you know, you know what you should do. Okay. So here's what you should do. You should get the three piece anal dilator kit from Dr. G and glue your favorite one to the seat. Oh my God. I would get on it all the time. Exactly. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, you just sounded like her, like Hermione. Ron, brilliant. No, but but then you have the incentive of being able to work out and also work out. Uh, I want to be clear. I will not be doing that, um, though it's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's just just making recommendations. But yeah, I, I think, listen, I think we're, we're in for a very, very stressful 2024. Oh, um, yeah. Well, you know, we yeah. all want to say, oh, you know, I hope the new year brings us, you know, 
prosperity and love and money and health and blah, 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 blah. What it's going to bring us is anxiety on steroids, um, you know, like all craziness, uh, mainly political, because you know what's coming, you know. Um, 2023, when we when we look back at it, was historic all on its own. I mean, you have the first time that a former U.S. hashtag not my president um, of this country was charged with over 90 different felony charges in four different cases throughout four different jurisdictions in the U.S. That was unprecedented on its own. We had in our nation's history um, a trial that that clearly highlighted. Um, what it was like to go through an insurrection, which is something that we haven't seen since, you know, the the Civil War in the United States, where, you know, the South rebelled against the North because they wanted to keep slavery. Like, let's not, you know, sugarcoat that shit. Um, but, but this is some unprecedented shit that we're sitting in right now. And it's about to get ugly. I mean, the state of Maine, just, uh, you know, the, the Secretary of State officially... Um, declared that Trump is not allowed on the ballot in the state of Maine. Good. Um, the state of Colorado did the same. Um, but, you know, at some point, the Supreme Court's going to take this up and make a decision as to what's going to happen in that matter. Uh, but all of this is playing out in the backdrop of an individual who's the front runner for the party, hasn't attended not one debate, right? Might be in jail. <laughs> Might be in jail. Who knows? Which um, is surprising that if you're actually prosecuted and incarcerated you can actually still run yeah and you could win yeah but don't know if they'll let you out of prison for you to go to the, the white, white house. house is not going to be the white house for you yeah um it, it's it's just weird it, it is this is going to be um, i shit you not a very very weird year it's an election year it's you know obviously a presidential election year and um look we all know that over the past couple of years a lot of shit has happened. Mm. There's a lot of shit going on in the world that's affecting America. There's a lot of shit going on in America that's affecting the world. And literally, everybody needs to pull their shit together. And all that to be said, y'all need to get out there and fucking vote. Because yes. Yes. it's very, very important. Yeah. This and shit is just not okay. And stop using the excuse that Biden is too old. Go fucking vote. I can't talk about that. Go fucking vote. Because it's either democracy or destruction. And but here's the problem with that, right? Because, yeah, we are, you know, aligned with the Democratic Party. Right. And we wanted anyone but Trump. And we love Uncle Joe. We love Uncle Joe. But he is getting a bit old. Well, you know, look at it this way. But if he dies, we get Camp Kamala. Right. All that said. Or I mean, like, what, I, what's that guy's name? Mike Johnson? No, thank you. Uh, uh, he's third in line for the president. No, I know. See, currently, currently as a speaker. Currently. And we don't even know if that's going to last. That's another thing. It was the first time in in our modern history in where a speaker of the House actually was, a, was removed from that post. That took him an unprecedented 12, 12 votes to get the speakership to begin with. Look, what we need is we need new blood. Right. We need new people that are coming up that want to run for um, both the House and the Senate. Mm-hmm. And we need to have actual people that, you know, are steeped in the values of what this country was born from. Yeah. I mean, this country was born and built on immigration and immigrants. Um, it was also born, 
born and built on a lot of racism, which we don't want to carry right. through. So it's like we just need to there needs to be a generational shift right. at this point. Yes, there, there is. OK, but that said, we have to come to the realization that Biden, who is our current president, is our nominee. There's no Democrat that's going to run against him. Anyone that runs at this point will most likely run as an independent, mm-hmm. which will never get the votes needed to successfully, you know, um, have a bid for 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 office. So get that's, off your but the, shit. And but vote. the scary thing is that's not necessarily true. We keep saying, and I keep thinking that voting for an independent candidate is throwing away your votes. I didn't but- say that. I'm saying that voting for an independent candidate that has no viability of ever being elected because of the small percentage of people that typically vote for an independent candidate. But I think that we're going to have a couple independents run that are viable candidates, right? So, mm-hmm. so people can, what we would say, throw away their votes, right? But in in some instances, and I I can think of one specifically, which I'm not going to open that can of worms right now, um, who actually might have a chance. Like I think. That that person, it wouldn't necessarily be throwing away your votes, but because we're still so, um, because we're built on a two party system that mm. is so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's like you can't penetrate it, right? You can't change anything about it. Yeah. It would have to be somebody it would, extraordinary, somebody who just takes the nation by storm in the next eight, nine months and makes a, a huge dent enough to not only bring in independents or undecided voters, but also bring in large number of, mm. you know, extreme left Republicans and mid-centric Republicans and liberals to that camp. It would have so, to be somebody incredibly like, like someone that you would want to like literally be like the Pope and wash their feet and kiss their feet. If you can't find that candidate, Joe Biden's going to be your candidate. All that to be said, um, I'm officially announcing my run. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. And she'll get 1% of the vote. Uh, I might get 1. 1.5. <laughs> 1. No, 1.25. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, we, we, I, I, I didn't want to start the year off, um, you know, talking about politics. But unfortunately, that this is where we are. 2024 is going to be a shit show. Get ready for it. Pack your popcorn. Make sure you've got some Redenbacher. Is that how you call it? Redenbacher? Redenbacher popcorn, popcorn thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, stashed in your cupboards and because it's going to be a wild shit show. That and tequila. And tequila and everything else. And pray for the best. Mm-hmm. Pray for the best because it's going to be a shit show. Um, ugh, I, anyway. That being said, um, I had a wonderful holiday um week off we didn't do a show last week uh last week i went to the casino again with my mother on a wednesday did you win so that she can spend my money no we didn't Uh. win so we go back right and the payouts were okay they were like 500 dollars a payout for a bingo or whatever because she likes to play bingo but then i was looking at the calendar and then on saturday it was a 100 admission but every payout was like five thousand dollars so i looked at her and i said if you win tonight meaning wednesday I'll bring you back up Saturday because it's only one game. So we don't have to be here all day. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to win tonight. And then she didn't win. And then I saw the disappointment in her face and I felt so bad. 
And then I got paid. And I was like, mother, get yourself ready. We're going back up to the casino on Saturday. So I took her back mm-hmm. on Saturday. And uh, we went. And, you know, I must have spent like three or $400 thinking that I was going to win one of those $5,000 games. Nope. Neither the she. So we ended up coming right back. Broke as fuck. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Sunday, obviously, was New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Um, was- you had come over. We went out. We partied. I, you know, woke up with two cock eyes and, and cocked eyes and, uh, you know, didn't know where I was pretty much sitting. Thankfully, we were smart enough to leave our vehicles at home and Uber to and from. You know, our- we don't do that much anymore, though. Yeah, I know. You know, we don't go out like that anymore. Right. and. I, I I came over here and I said, you know, we're not driving. Right. <laughs> and we paid for it, but we didn't have to pay for it in the long run. Right. Um, and then right before I left um, for our evening of fun, um, I, I got a call from my boss saying, oh, hey, God. can you work tomorrow? Um, we're really, you know, on a tight deadline and we need to make sure that we meet, meet X, Y, Z. And so I reluctantly said to her, maybe... Let me see how I feel tomorrow when I wake up from my festivities tonight, and I'll I'll keep you posted. So, uh, against my better judgment, um, I texted her as soon as I got up, and I said, you know what, I think I can probably be on by four. And then I texted her back and said, okay, I'm already up, so I'll be on by two. And then two became three, and three became six, and six became eight, and then 9.30 rolls around, and I'm still on this computer going back and mm-hmm. forth with you know, a lot of the, told you. the different groups that I we're working you. with because of this project. And I was like, it's fucking New Year's Day. I should have just never answered the phone. And um, Yeah, we probably would have just died on the couch all day. Instead, I was like, okay, I'm going to drag my ass home and I, die on my couch. I would much rather do that. Yeah. Um, and then, but you know what? In the end, you know, you just suck it up. You do it. Uh, the last two days, though, however, have been, oh, my God, insanely crazy. You know, honestly, it's not just you. I feel like it's everybody digging yourself out of your emails and trying to catch After. up. Because you were lo- gone for a, a week and a half, right? Yeah, I worked one day last week. Right. And I was gone. I was gone the entire week prior. Then I worked on Friday. Well, it was more like a half day on Friday, and I caught myself up to the extent that I was like, "No one's working right now." You know what I mean? Like I was like, "I'm not going to go into these emails and respond to these people." And there's always that guy named Mike that's sending emails. Like at least for me, it's like all the emails that I got from. December 23rd through January 2nd is Mike, 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 right? I'm using Mike as an example. You know, there's a lot more people. Um, It's funny because I just had a friend who, um, a friend uh, who messaged me and he just went back to work today. He goes, let's retire. I was like, how much money do you have in your 401k and bank right now? I'll consider it. He's like, back to work, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's hard so you know um i i'm interested to know how you guys uh deal with you know uh, the slump of coming back to work and being buried in communications yeah, that you know people see that you're out of office because you know when you start composing an email now in microsoft and you, as soon as you pop in the email it'll tell you that person's out of office mm-hmm. why send it 
Well, you're thinking internally. I work really externally, so a lot I don't get that a lot. Right. Well, most of the communication I get, you're right, is internal. And so I know when someone's out mm-hmm. of office, why am I going to like do that to them? Yeah, no, I have like a slew of things like, oh, well, let's follow up like a slew of sponsor um, things that are out there. And we, you know, basically all came to like, let's follow up in the new year, which is great. So everybody's like, well, did you send those, um, you know, emails? Did you send those, you know, follow-ups? I was like, no, not yet, because everybody's just getting back to the office, and I don't want my email to get lost in the shuffle. Right. Like, you got to wait. You got to give people a minute. So you can actually compose your emails and save them and leave them in your unsent folder, right? And when you get back on January 1st, just start sending them off, you know? But the thing is, like, you don't want to do that, because they are so backed up with emails. Right. That it's either going to get lost or the shuffle. Well, I always or look not at my, prioritized. I always look at my most recent before I even go back a week or two. Oh, not me. Because I, I can't go back there. There's, there's, there's. Your shit. job is so different from mine. I go back there because there's probably money back there for me. <laughs> there's shit lingering back there. I just don't want to deal with sometimes. You no. know, literally back there, meaning back in a mm-hmm. couple of weeks and back here. Um, but you know what was really exciting for me yeah. this year is that this year we did, I, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but this year um, my board of directors at the theater um, put up enough money to do a $10,000 match for the end of year campaign, which we hadn't done before. And so every dollar that was donated by an individual that wasn't on the board was matched dollar for dollar oh, up nice. to $10,000. We made the $10,000 literally, like, it was like 1130 on uh, New Year's Eve. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So I'm pretty sure you felt, you know, pretty proud of yourself for that. Yeah, $20,000 in like half a month. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. So if any of you have any advice on how you get out of, you know, the the, the pile of of, of shit that you, you arrive to when you get back to work after a long... Um, hiatus please share <laughs> let me know my, my I, only thing that i always that i said to my coworker when we started this week i was like just curb your expectations because this week is going to be a useless week right low energy if things happen this week great but don't expect them and then next week we'll get back to the grind right and that's all you can do. Yeah, let that's people catch up. Do. Like today, I was I was mentally drained, you know, because I was expecting that one extra day of just hanging out on the couch with the boys, with my doggies. And it's like, oh, my God. I woke up, you know, Tuesday, and you log in, and you're just, and they're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. You just need a day to take it all in. Right. And it's, it, it, you can't do that, right? Because... Um, when you're not working in the office, you can't just parade around and be like, hey, how was your holiday? Or, hey, how was your holiday? It's like, boom, you're in front of your computer. Okay, I got, I got shit to do. No, that's just what I did. I just looked at it. Yeah, no, I can't do that. It's like my my, my computer throws darts at me if I don't move. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's intense. So, if you got any... Anything you can share to let us know, please, because let me tell you. It's Xanax, bad. Zoloft. <laughs> All the good stuff. <laughs> so um yeah yeah so happy 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 new year here we are um so nick are you happy you got your vacation bank back oh wait you accrue time differently than i do do. yeah i'm pretty much out of pto i got a whole new bank Mm. a whole new eight weeks no i'm actually a little i'm actually a little annoyed about it because um, I I think I have like maybe a couple days left. Right. Um, some things do um, 
like my floater holidays and stuff like that, like that all like re ups and whatnot. But my sister's about to have a baby. And so I'll probably end up having to take a long weekend in the next like two weeks. Right. Well, well, she's that close. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's yeah. She'll probably this week or next week. Um, She's like a toaster strudel. Yeah. Just go. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to definitely wait a week before I go down there. But at the same time, I'm like, Oh my God, I don't want to use more PD. <laughs> so I'm going to just try to do a long weekend. Right. And I have to work on MLK because we have Kevin Hart coming to the Schubert. Stop. I love Kevin Hart. Yeah. So that's exciting. So I'm just going to hold on to that day and then try to tack it to a Friday that I have to go. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And that's right around the corner. And chances are I'm probably going to end up working. Yeah, it's just, it's just, you can't. It's crazy. I thought things were going to slow down in the year with these projects, but, uh, you know, if they're not done and it's crunch time, it doesn't matter whether it's 24 or 23, you got to get it done. Mm -hmm. So, holy shit. But yeah, that's right. Your sister's ready to pop. Are you excited to be an uncle yet again? Yeah, I am. I'm really excited. Um, I think she's starting to get to that place where she's like, oh my God, this is happening. You know what I mean? She's uh, a, she should have done that six months ago. No, right? she's like a brand new mom. She's like, I'm about to have a baby in my hands, like a baby in my arms. You know what right. I mean? Like, and one you can't get rid of. I mean, it's yours. Belongs. Well, to we you talked about that when I was down in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> she goes at one point we were driving somewhere, and she was like, "Yeah, so I'm giving this a try." I was like, "What do you mean you're giving it a try?" And she's like, "I'm like, you can't put it back in, like, I'm like cook it backwards." Like, she was like, "I know, I know, I know. It was a joke." <laughs> But I was just like, mm. she's gonna be like Nick, a present. No, no, Here, no. you deal with that bus. I think she's actually gonna be a great mom. I think she, I think so too. I mean, you know, it's just a matter of just trying, right? Yeah. It's your your first child. Honestly, you're you're Deep. on pins and needles, reading books, trying to get advice from anywhere you can. By the second one, they're hanging upside down. Yeah. You got them by one leg. You don't care. You drop them a couple times. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're fine. Yeah. You'll be fine. No, I know. It's like. A lot of people don't realize it's like you're looking to others for guidance, but it's like the guidance you need and, and the experience is built in. It, yeah, I, you're inherently capable of taking care of your child. I think it's a little different, too, for her. Right. Because uh, I asked her a point back. I was like, are you nervous? Like, your life is about to, like, completely change. Right. And she's like, you know, like, if this had happened five, you know, five or more years ago, I probably would have been super nervous, not ready. But I'm going to different place in my life you know she's a year older than me right so she's really well a year and two months yeah oh wow irish twins Mm -hmm. irish triplets pretty much yeah holy shit yeah so because she's a twin yep with your your brother right and then with chris and then then i came 18 months later wow surprise well oh my that, that means surprise surprise yeah, so she's like, no, I, I, I'm in a different place. I'm ready for this, and um, good for her. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It, it's a I big mean, thing. It's I, a big responsibility. Somebody said something to me about adopting the other day, and I was like, oh, I remember who it was, but whatever. Mm. Um, and I was like, mm, what? Are you nuts? Like, if I ever found the right person, and that was something that they truly wanted, right? It would definitely be something that I considered. But like, as a single man, even at the age I'm at, like, I can barely take care of myself. What are you fucking talking about? No, I can take care of myself. I just, I just don't want to sometimes. What makes you think I'm just going to like, yeah, like willingly put myself through the point where I have to take care of someone, whether I'm sick, dying, dead. And then find time to mop the floor and do my laundry. Right. 
and feed yourself and feed them, God forbid. I, mean, I would probably have a two-year-old that can probably serve themselves cereal by then. Like, the milk is in the fridge. No, they'd be making tacos, bitch. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Like, I want tacos tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tacos, por favor. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. All right, well, listen, we filled you in on what we've done throughout the whole, um, you know, weekend and or the last week. What we haven't done, the shit show we're about to enter into 2024. Um, we're going to take a quick break. I need to get something to drink because my mouth is super, super dry and I left everything upstairs. And uh, when we come back, we have the dish. We'll be right back. All right. We are back from our break. Uh, we had an opportunity to get me something to drink. She was thirsty. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I can continue what I do best, which is just talk nonsense all night long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She agrees. See? Breaking news. Chris Mattoon hates me. (laughs) So Chris is having a Jack and Jack, and allegedly it's a public event, but Trish is feeling some kind of way because she didn't get an invite. I did not get an invite. I got a Facebook notification. Yeah. I think he's punishing you for not going to his graduation. I was busy. (laughs) I tagged you. You're coming. It's happening, and we're going to do it. <laughs> My RSVP is maybe. <laughs> With no gift. With no gift. It's a, it's a Jack and Jack, so apparently Jill's not invited to that party. No, but still, don't they have, like, games you have to, like, play and, like, make, like, all the money goes to that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll make Jay drive. Maybe. We'll make Jay drive. He's a good driver. So anyway, we're back. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that um, are happening. Some of the things have happened. Trish, you wanted to talk about some of the biggest things that um, happened. Um, No. Am I confused? Yeah. Speak to me again. Oh, no. I was just going to like kick off the year with eight queer facts you didn't know about Disney. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about that. Okay. So, number one, the infamous villains and muscle men of the cartoon classics were animated by gay men. I feel like a lot of things at Disney were animated by um, gay everything. So, lead on animation for Gaston and Beauty and the Beast, Jafar in Aladdin, Scar in Lion King, Hercules in Hercules, that checks out. King Triton, The Little Mermaid, again, checks, checks out. out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. Oh, well, that totally makes sense because, you know, Lilo, uh, Stitch is the little monster, right? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sounds. I don't know. Every time he made that noise, I felt like he was eating ass. But yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, number two. Two of the Madrigal sisters were voiced by out queer actresses. Yes. Uh, Maribel and Luis Madrigal in Encanto. And Encanto. Encanto uh-huh. were voiced by out queer women. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm trying to find their names. Um, Can I try? No, it's Stephanie Beatrice. Beatrice. Voiced protagonist Maribel and is proudly bisexual. And then the Jessica Dar No, no. I can't find the other one name. Anyway. But the fact that they were That's you know, great. voiced by two queer actors. Uh-huh. Awesome. And then number three, low-key's gender fluid- fluidity is canon. 
Loki's Loki's Loki as in in Marvel's Loki. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Director Kate Hearn confirmed that the character Loki is gender fluid in the Norse mythology and the comics, and it felt like it was an important thing to convey. But so I just saw, you know, the the, the last season that came out for Loki, and you know, for the most part, I didn't see him like have a love interest other than Sylvie, which was uh, a variant of him. It was like weird. I think it's more about him not being able to be put in a box. Right. Well, I mean, if you haven't seen the Loki series, that ending was just fucking epic. Did you see it? No. Oh, you have to watch it. It's I I I will tell you this. So it it is one of so the Loki show is very confusing all on its own. You're dealing with timelines. You're you're dealing about the multiverse. You're dealing about a whole bunch of things. However. That ending to me was one of the most cinematic, um, gorgeous cinematography that I have ever seen in anything produced by Marvel. And you owe it to yourself to watch the series and then watch the season finale for season two because you will love it. But did you know that Loki was gender fluid and bisexual? I did not. Well, now you do. But now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah. G.I. Joe. That's the thing. That, oh. that was the commercial when I was a kid. All right. So do you know the movie Lady and the Tramp? Of course. I'm sitting next to the tramp. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> but honestly, not really. Um, you're right. All right. So Lady and the Tramp were basically lesbians. So the two animated dogs were actually based on two female dogs. Okay. But in the 1955 film that was inspired by these real dogs, they chose to have a male and female. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Did not know that. Number five, Mickey Mouse was code for homosexuality in the 1930s. Wait, go get our gay talk book. Let's look that up. Uh, Oh my God. It's all the way up there. Mickey Mouse. Let's look up Mickey Mouse. Because I think it would be freaking cool if we had some sort of reference in our legendary gay talk book, our gay talk terms, right? broken. Uh, Yeah. It's um, okay. Let's see. I don't know how to look at glossaries and things like that. Oh, give it to me. Um, find the M's and let's look for a Mickey Mouse. If this checks out, oh my God, this is going to be great. Because this book was published, what, in the 70s? This one? Yes. Lord have mercy. Look at her being all pro and shit. I can never file at a library. I get fired instantly. Okay, page 134. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. The first half. Hold on. <laughs> The first half of a destroyed book. Okay. Mickey Mouse. In here, Mickey Mouse means crazy, goofy, screwy. Okay. Is that it? Minnie Mouse means a kind of simple-minded sort. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it alone. Okay. Yeah, uh, our infamous, um, we used a lot of the terms in this book. Uh, this book is called Gay Talk, and it was published by Bruce uh, Rogers. There's a lot of crazy terms in here, a lot of them which we never used on the show because uh, clearly there was a lot of like racial um, subtext in, in a lot of these these terms. Um, and again, it's not something that the author was using um 
how would I say in, in a mean spirited way, it was just a documentation of words that were used or have been used throughout history mm -hmm. to describe certain gay things. And, um, so we used to have a, a, a segment used to be called, we call it the, our gay talk term for, for the episode. Mm -hmm. And we used to read one of these in every show. Um, and I think we worked our way through the book to the point where we couldn't read some of the bad ones. So yeah. we left it alone. Um, but if you're interested in picking up a copy, Good luck. I found that Amazon. There it is. Gay Talk by so, Bruce Rogers. So there was a book, and in the book, it was Tinkerbells and Evil Queens. The Walt Disney Company from the Inside Out writes that a group of lesbians in Chicago threw parties in the 1930s called Mickey Mouse parties, hmm. and that these were, uh, and that they were gay and that there was a gay bar in Berlin called Mickey Mouse in the 1930s. Griffin then goes on to explain that the word gay was starting to be used as slang for homosexual homosexuality during that time, but instead it was just meaning happy. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right, number six, queer movies. Uh, queer movie characters pop up often, usually far in the background, and have caused movies to be banned in several countries. As we know, Beauty and the Beast. LeFou. LeFou. Okay. Who was uh, marketed as an openly gay live-action character. Mm -hmm. um, Elemental, which I don't, I don't know if I know that one. Elemental. That's got to be some sort it's of... It's 2023. Like so elemental, I don't know. I, I don't know that one. The externals or eternals. The eternals, yep. Uh there was one of Fastos. them. Fastos. Fastos was a gay man. A husband and a son. Mm-hmm. And then Frozen. Frozen, let it go. The characters in the uh trading post. Okay. And then Lightyear 2022. I don't know that movie. I don't know that one either. Onward in 2020. I remember the commercials for that. Onward. But I, I, I don't think I ever saw the movie itself. Mm -hmm. um, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I believe, Ray, um, not Ray, but... Um, Commander Lamar Dacey? I don't know. Kisses her pilot oh, wife? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, it, at the end of the, the third movie, when they finally defeat the... the, the, the New Order, mm -hmm. um, there is a scene where two women are kissing in the background as they're celebrating the win. But also, there there was a lot of questions about um, John Boyega, uh, who plays uh, Finn, um, who is an amazing British black actor who happened to you know get one of the lead roles in, in the most recent recent um, trilogy of the Star Wars, where you had Ray, you had Finn, you had Poe, um, who's played by uh, Oscar. Um, oh God, I forgot yeah, his name. I no anyway, idea. I Oscar Isaac. Um, he's a hot daddy. Mm, yum, yummy. Uh, but anyway, no. So th there was, so there was a point in time in that in that new trilogy, in where Oscar's character, which is Poe Dameron, and John's character, which is um, uh, oh God, I Finn, uh, were sort of kind of like. Mm, there was a lot of bromance going on. And then all of a sudden, like in the second movie, John ends up having like a, an intimate relationship with a girl on the movie. So we didn't know where they were going with that, but there was some sort of like secret bromance between both of them. 
I'm in, I'll show you, you need their to pictures. write a like fantasy novel or something because I can't follow you when you talk about this shit. Oh, it's, it's fucking intense. Yeah, it was fucking intense. Like the chemistry with those two characters on the actual movie was pretty intense. Hmm. You wouldn't want me to write. Mm, I mean, I I wouldn't read it, but you could, you could write <gasps> Jeez, it. Um, and then okay. there are two more. So, Strange World in 2022, Ethan Clayton is the first Disney's openly queer protagonist. He is voiced by an openly queer Jabuki Young White. Strange World had no theatrical release in 20 countries across Asia and Africa. That doesn't surprise me. Wow. And then in Zootopia in 2016, Judy Hopp's neighbors, and if we don't know who Judy Hopp is, I believe she's a bunny, um, are two male antelopes who share the same last name. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, you go, Disney. <laughs> well, I, you know, I've, I've always thought of, of, of Disney as a company, um, you know, regardless of the state that it it currently resides in right uh the theme park itself and the, the I know, company. i'm still waiting for my you know gay disney prince movie so are you gonna star in it maybe my avatar your avatar okay well you know we, we can work on that yeah we know people and then number seven it's been confirmed that ursula was based on the drag queen divine oh of course i mean have you seen her yeah yeah ursula was totally divine yeah. And then number eight, a gay man gave a mermaid her voice and a beast his soul. So Howard Ashman, I don't want to. Okay. That's, that's it's rough. Yeah. Um, but before he died of complications from AIDS, he wrote lyric, lyrics for Beauty and the Beast, um, at, which won an Academy Award. Uh, he also. Won an Oscar for Under the Sea, The Little Mermaid, and Kiss the Girl, and then was nominated for the Academy Award in 1992 for Friends Like Me from Aladdin. So that was uh, Howard Ashman, right? Yep. Nice. I mean, it's sad that you know that you lose people that are so talented um, that, um, you know, obviously bring so much joy to the world with the gift of music and the gift of love. Um, especially you know, through when, cartoons. When I was growing up, I watched all of the Disney movies. They were all musicals, and I loved them. My brother, my sister, we all loved them. And then there was a period of time, period of time where it just like they stopped, and now they're coming back, and I love that. Right, but but it's like, all right. So here's my thing with Disney. Okay, um, they have come with out with a lot of original stuff in recent years, right? Encanto. When you think of uh, things like Encanto, you think uh, Frozen. Frozen. You think about what was the other Moana. one? Moana. Moana, the the Frog Princess um, from the Bayou. I can't remember which one that was. I think it was called the Frog Princess. Was that? Yeah. Right. You had not seen a lot of like you know, um, for example. People of Asian Pacific descent, you, you didn't see a lot of like black representation. No, the princess and the frog. Oh the my princess God. and the frog. A lot of like, <laughs> a, you know, black protagonists in a lot of these cartoons. Um, often very early on, you know, when they were um, doing a lot of stuff, you know, when you think about Beauty and the Beast, when you think about Snow White, when you think about all these other characters, they were mainly white characters, right? 
And so it's interesting to see the the transition and the beautiful transformation that Disney has made um, to be a little bit more involved, a little bit more respectful inclusive. and inclusive of of traditions and different cultures. You know, Encanto is a really good representation of that, right? They really like did their research and came up with a movie that was just absolutely incredible. I mean, you you think about like the live action Little Mermaid when everybody was up in arms because um, she Ariel was black, right? Like, what the fuck? And, and and it's like people lose their shit over stuff like that, but you, you don't realize how impactful that is when you can actually see yourself represented, um, you know, your skin color, who you are, your culture in some of these like, you know, iconic roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point I was trying to make is that for a long time there, Disney wasn't really coming out with anything very um, new or progressive or you know it's like every five years oh it's the 20th anniversary of toy story or it's the the 80th anniversary of snow white and they would repackage the movie they would put it on um before it was a regular dvd then it was like Mm blu-ray and then it's like oh here's the 30th anniversary of the lion king you can watch it on disney plus right like how many fucking versions of the lion king do you think i want to buy over a 25 year span i got the first i have the vhs tape and if my vs vhs is working i'm gonna watch it on that it's the same so we had a lot of that for a very long time they weren't really that original in the past 20 years, you have seen so many different storylines, so many different characters, so many different cultures represented. I would say more like... And I think it's wonderful. 15 to 10. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would... Well, remember, 2000 was 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lion King, all these, you know. So there, there's been a lot that has come out since then. But 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 you do see a lot of diversity. You do see a lot of uh, different things from them. But for a long time, it was just like, oh, we're celebrating the 80th anniversary of Lex Snow White. Here, buy this Blu-ray DVD. I'm like, um, I just got a DVD last year, the regular one, on the clearance rack for like five bucks. And then streaming came out. And so I, now you I have to. I don't even think I have a DVD player. I do. I have two of them, but they're stashed somewhere in a box. Yeah. I still have a VHS player, although I have no VHS anywhere. Do you remember when we when I was in college, I had a TV with a VHS player in the TV. Built into it on the side. Oh my God, we are old. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe. 2020 was 23, 24 years ago today. It's been 24 years. I had and it TV seems like it yesterday. 20, it was 2005. I remember when I bought my first flat screen and it was still this thick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Remember moving those big-ass TV? Oh, God. We are going on a tangent. Ooh, I will tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, Bravo Disney, thank you for pivoting and for giving us new materials. Uh, please keep that momentum going. I don't want to see we're celebrating the 30th anniversary of Encanto. Here's another version of the movie you can buy. Uh, keep giving us original content. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. you know. And as long as you have artists, for example, I think um, Lin-Manuel Miranda had a lot uh, to do with um, some of the music on in, in Encanto. Yeah. And so as long as you have very talented people like that that can make really good music. 
Well, um, I also think he produced it too. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure how involved he was, so I didn't want to like misspeak or anything. But I knew that uh, that he had something to do with some of the music on the show, and uh, and as long as you have talented people like that, I mean, the man wrote Hamilton, right? Mm-hmm. He's talented. And so, and he also happens to be a Puerto Rican. So, yay, yay. Um, so as long as you have really, really good, talented people writing from different perspectives, I think that they'll they'll be fine. I just don't want them to go into that whole, you know, we're comfortable. We can rack millions of dollars by just re-releasing this every 10 years and here buy another version. I mean, like, what's next? We've got streaming. Now it's HD streaming. And then it was 4K streaming. And now it's going to be like, you know, 500k and then that one's going to cost you 49.99 and you paid 39.99 for the last version you downloaded do you know what i'm saying no i hear you it's coming yeah it's coming so anyway um so that's all i'm going to say about that okay okay we're good all right so we have a couple of things that i wanted to just throw out there for you um i want to thank dolly parton for being such a just a wonderful human being uh, according to this story, which was published on The Advocate on January 3rd, Dolly Parton has gifted a bejeweled guitar to a Texas drag queen, and here's why. A drag queen in Texas received a heartwarming gift from one of the idols on Friday while performing at a club, uh, book in, uh, bookending a tumultuous year for the performer. Uh, Bridget Bandit received a stunning and unexpected gift from Dolly Parton, a bejeweled guitar signed by the country's music, country music legend, as reported in Austin's NBC affiliate KXAN. Uh, the gesture came at the end of a challenging year for Bandit, who had been actively involved in political efforts against anti-drag and anti-trans legislation in Texas. Um, you know, I don't care what people say about Dolly. That woman has a heart of gold. doesn't matter what community it is. Mm-hmm. She's always got an open heart for everyone. Yeah, but she's been a huge advocate for the gay community for years and years. Oh, of course. And, years, so. and you know, the one thing, like, you know how many stars have, like, a lot of, like, um, I would say, scandals? Mm-hmm. I've yet, yet, in my 40-plus years of life, ever heard a scandal on Dolly Parton. Have you? No, no, I just had a funny thought. Which was? Speak, I mean, like, what, what, you can't get past, you know. 40 plus? No, what you're going to see when you get Dolly, it's like, okay, are are the tits going to be bigger? (laughs) Is the face going to be tighter? Are the lips going to be bigger? (laughs) I mean, she looks great. I love the way she looks. She's incredible. What scandal can you dig up that's going to detract from the fact that she's like, look at me, bitches. <clears throat> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. She's absolutely incredible. So thank you, Dolly, for being just such a doll. Such a doll. And uh, again, uh, also, as reported in The Advocate, uh, this was published on December 29th, the Ohio Republican governor, Mike DeWine, uh, vetoes transgender health care and sports participation bans bill. Um, that was put forth by their le- legislative body. DeWine vetoed it, likely to be overwritten by the state legislator, state legislature as HB 6A passed both the state and the House with a super majority. But the fact that a Republican governor of a state went through and, and vetoed a bill related to the bans of trans um, athletes and LGBTQ rights in that state you know, speaks volumes 
of you know how things are going right now and the temperature in the country in regards to our rights. And for all of you guys out there, even throughout the holiday season and now into 2024 that are using Grinder as a means to uh, find connectivity, find human contact, find human companionship, be careful. There was a man using Grinder to actually target men for robbery and assault. Uh, this individual was busted and taken into custody. Um, according to the story, the Clay County Sheriff's Office in Florida announced the arrest of a man who allegedly used an alias as Larry on a gay dating app hookup called Grinder to target gay men to assault them and um, rob them. A spokesperson for the sheriff officially thanked the local community for providing critical and timely information into the uh, to the investigators. Adam Tyler Ayers Jr., 18, was taken into custody, 18 years old. 18 years old, was taken into custody uh, without incident on Friday for three separate incidences in where in Clay County, Ayers allegedly created different profiles, all using the same name, Larry, which investigators say he then used to identify and lure gay men into a secluded location. Once there, he obviously then assaulted them and robbed them. And, um, you know, my thing is, is I use Grinder. I use Scruff, you know, to not only just casually communicate with people, but often, you know, if I feel the need and if the mood is right and the chemistry is right for a hookup. Yeah. I mean, like, I think <clears throat> I think I might be getting old, but like, I feel like sometimes I shouldn't say this, but when you think you're getting fished, you're probably getting fished. Right. Like, you know, I was... Not in a meeting today on Tinder or anything, uh-huh. but I was swiping, mm-hmm. and of some, course he was. And somebody popped up, and I was like, "Oh my god, fucking Fisher!" There's no way I have not met this person, and you look like that, and nobody I know has touched it. Fishing in this county, right? Right, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I think that there are, I, I think that there are definite flags when right. you're. When you're like, you know, swiping or going through Grinder, if somebody's unwilling to share their their actual face pic or if they share a Facebook that is like, you know, zoom in. If it doesn't look right, it's probably somebody else's photo. It's mm-hmm. probably face tuned. You know, like you there are things like don't meet up with somebody if you don't have all of the security that you need when you meet up with somebody. And yeah. if you are meeting up with somebody that you have n- no idea who they are. We always say this on the show. Share your location with a friend mm-hmm. and make sure they know if you don't call within a certain amount of time. We have experience on that. Yeah. <laughs> that you either call the cops or try to get a hold of them. Right. Right. And then not get yelled at for doing what you were told to do. And I don't want to <laughs> scare people away from using these apps. No. I think the apps, you no. know, they serve a really great purpose, but like, be smart when you're on them. There, there are so many red fucking flags. They do serve a purpose, but he's right. There, are, there are many flags, um, and you know, just use good judgment. You know, if you're going to meet someone you've never met before, uh, instead of maybe inviting them to your house, maybe suggest that you go to a public space first, feel them out. You know, um, guard your drinks. You don't want to get roofied or God knows what else, because you know. People, not everybody has good intentions. Not everybody just wants to get off. And um, and I think that that's probably one of the best advice, advice um, that I, um, as a host of this show, could give you f- to to help you in 2024. Also, carry mace. Just, like, have a little yeah. bottle on you. Like, just do it. Yeah. 
Be safe. Small little, you know, mm-hmm. butter knife. You never know. I wouldn't. No, Mace, don't stab anybody. <laughs> I swear, you just make me look like an evil Puerto Rican. Well, you did say butter knife, and not only is it a butter knife where you stab something with it, but it's dull, so it's gonna hurt. <laughs> like a That's the point. <laughs> Uh oh god and one last thing before we wrap it up of course i i want to congratulate adrian uh children she hasn't won yet but uh she is uh, a trans candidate uh who is running for ohio house against the very same state rep who introduced a drag ban in that state adrian um Childray is running to be the first transgender member of the Ohio legislature, and she's running against a state representative who sponsored a drag bill and supports bills restricting gender-affirming care and trans participation in school sports. As we know, the governor has already vetoed a bill. It might end up passing anyway, because as we talked in the previous story, they have a supermajority in both houses. And so, um, you know, the fact that this individual who happens to be transgender is standing up for her rights and saying, fuck you, I'm going to, you know what, if you're trying to take my rights, I'm going to run for your seat and then I'm going to make a difference. And so while she hasn't won, obviously this most likely is going to happen in the upcoming elections. It's people like this that we need fighting the good fight mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to support them because, you know, in the end, uh, it, it makes for a very, very good cause. Um, you know, their fight is is for a good cause and for it's our fight. right? It's our fight. It's our fight, too. So uh, even if you're not from Ohio, um, you know, and you feel like the need that you want to support her campaign. Um, look her up. You know, she is again. Her name is Adrian. And that's a R E. Oh, excuse me. Arien, I misspoke, is A-R-E-A-R-I-E-N-N-E, and then Childry, and that's C-H-I-L-D-R-E-Y. Again, she's running as a state representative in um, the state of Ohio. And, um, you know, if you can spare a couple of bucks to support a campaign who obviously clearly wants to do good, do it. Do it. It's 2024. Like I said before, shit's going to get crazy political uh, over the course of the next uh, 11 months until we have this election. Yeah. So, and that's all I have for you on the dish for today. Unless, Nick, do you have anything else you want to share with us? Sure. I'll share one thing. Okay. Go for Um, it. All right. So, you say that as if, like, you're like. No, my eyes are like bothering me. Oh, but por qué, niña? I don't know why. They're like. uh, Paciencia um, y fe. Paciencia y fe. No me diga. Si te digo. Señor Nicolás, cuéntanos. So there's this really beautiful campaign that I ran across while you were... Rambling, as I usually do. Um, I hate her. (laughs) It's called The Naked Black Body Takes Center Stage in this HIV campaign. Um, It's called I Love Myself, um, with hopes to shift the narrative around shame and stigma in the black HIV community. But I think it's doing more than that, which I think is amazing. Um, Basically, it's depictions of black gay beauty in media uh, 
uh, depictions of black gay beauty and media are far and few between. Um, add HIV into the mix, and you'll have to work even harder to find such ind- individuals in movies, TVs, advertising to really find a way to see yourself um, mm-hmm. in not only a marginalized community by being black, but a marginalized community that's LGBTQ. But on top of that, we've talked about it several times on the show. There is this um, stigma within um, that specific community, which adds a very deeper layer, which you can talk about in the Latino community um, coming out in that community. It, it's very difficult. Um, and then add that layer of HIV on top of it. So this this is really a campaign. It was started by a nonprofit called Native Sun. We'll throw the link up um, this evening on our post. But its goal is to empower black, gay, and bi men with hopes to fill uh, that void of glossy depictions of this author in mal-aligned community. Um, the, lo- the I Love Myself initiative features images and videos starring gay men living with HIV, including Native Sun founder Emil Wilbeckin, a media maven who's held high-ranking editorial positions at publications like Essence, Vibe, and Afropunk. Um, so I just, I you know, I was reading this and I just thought it was important to highlight because as we move into the new year, as we're facing these political challenges, we still need to make sure that not only are we highlighting the LGBT community as a whole, but we are still finding ways to uplift every marginalized piece of what is the encompassing LGBTQ plus community. Of course, which is which is amazing. I'll tell you a little joke. Well, it's not a joke. It's just some, a little funny experience for me. So as I'm standing in line to buy our bingo stuff, um, I'm literally watching this hot, and I mean hot daddy walk by, and I'm locked. I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I turn and I finally see the people in front of me, I have two young, beautiful black sisters who are looking at me and she says, back off. He's mine. <laughs> she literally, I was, she was, I was like, mm, well, he is delicious. Good luck. I hope you have him. I hope he's, he's enjoyable and, and, and tastes good, but yum. And she goes like, yeah, I know. And then of course, so we bonded over that. Because she literally just looked at me. She goes like, oh, back off. He's mine. And uh, we ended up in the hall. And we were sitting like a couple of tables from each other. Mm-hmm. And guess where hot daddy sat between both of us. So throughout the whole evening, we just kept eyeing each other. Like, I see you, girl. Lay your hands. Go ahead and lay your hands on my man. We're going to fight. We're going to be fighting. And then she would look at me like, uh-uh. It's <laughs> it was hilarious. I forgot about that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah standing in line you know me you know how us gay men we just like stare at hot things we're like holy shit shiny yeah. object walking by oh yeah stop and i got caught big fucking surprise yeah and she just literally called me out on it back that, off he's mine that was like when i was at that event and i told you know somebody on my board i was like oh no i decided i'm not gonna be gay anymore and then some hot beautiful tall guy walked in and i looked at her and i was like i lied I lied. I take it back. <laughs> take backsies. Okay. Well, that being said, uh, I think we're done for the evening. So, um, Trisha, I'm going to throw it over to you. Um, do you. Do you still need love in 2024? Ugh. Is that a thing? 
I mean, it's just so pretty. I know. All right, everybody. Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, Kelly Clarkson helped a gay couple get married during her show. Bravo, Kelly. Number two, CNN airs interracial gay kiss on New Year's Eve, and bigots are losing their tiny minds. Fucking deal with that. Number three, no one thought this LGBTQ plus business could last. The history was written. Oh, I'm interested to know what LGBTQ LGBTQ plus business this was. It's a bookstore. It's a bookstore. Of course it is. Do they have rooms in the back? Oh my god. Most most bookstores do. Okay. Anyway, that being said, um All right, everybody, here we go. On this day in gay history, when nineteen eighty one January 3rd, 1981, where Massachusetts, Barney Frank elected to Congress. In 1987, Frank became the first U.S. congressman to come out. He is reelected consecutively until he retires in 2013. Wait, would this be the same? Um, was, was he elected to the state or, or to Congress, the U.S. U.S. Congress. Congress. So could this be the, the Frank Dodd law? That was 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 he a part of? I have no idea. We'll I have, have to a very, Google his yeah, name. I got a small snippet. A here. small snippet. Let's see. His name is Barney Frank. I thought. Well, okay. Here we go. Yeah, I, I just I'm just curious. Yeah, Barney Frank. Um, what did he do? Yes, Barney Frank and Chris Dodd. Dodd Frank. They were very influential in uh, bringing laws and regulation after the fall of Enron. Um, Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I recognize, wait, Barney Frank. I recognize the name. Good for you. Good for you. See the gay man changing the world. Mm. All right. Uh, All right. Well, ladies and gents, uh, since Jay is not here, um, I I, I get backsies. I'm trying to find my mouse. All right. So I'll do it. I I got it. I got it. Uh, If you love the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service. By doing so, you get the latest and greatest of our show delivered right to your web browser or, or your device as soon as our episodes are published. You can also support us on Patreon. Patreon allows you, our supporters, to donate. Um, you know, whatever you want to the show, obviously. You can uh, donate anything from a dollar or more, and we truly, truly appreciate your your patronage and uh, and your support. So um, that being said, I'll toss it over to Trish. Why wasn't that working? All right, everybody, it is time. I think it's this button. Yes, that one. All right, everybody. Get the Future Method and all other products today. All products are doctor-developed, and now you can clean out without hurting your bum. You can take confidence anywhere with the anal powder packs, and now increase your stretch goals with the three-piece anal glass dilation kit. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum accessories today. Yas queen. All right. Well, ladies and gents, it is time for us to put a ring on it, even though um, Jay is not here. So our show is available on our website, gaytalk20.com under under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. Nicholas? All right. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Gay Talk 2.0, Instagram, Gay Talk 2.0. You can email us at gaytalk2.0 at gaytalk20.com. Tom, it's your second chance. All right. If you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the Contact Us tab, which is located at the top of your web browser. There, you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also, you can uncle, 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 uncle. You can also call us and leave us your questions 
question via voice message. We will answer those for you on the show. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all of those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Wednesday at some point throughout the day. And you can access that live stream uh, or visit our website for more information, gaytalk20.com. That being said, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you. And y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more Dish.